This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Hi there, it's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd. Welcome along to this podcast. What have we got on the menu for you? We're going to be visiting Bollywood and finding out some of the standout movies that we can see in town this weekend. We've got brunches on the menu as well. And we spoke to Nigerian singer-songwriter Scale. What a character he was. He's performing at the Africa Music Festival this weekend. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weekdays from 11 o'clock. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. You certainly are. We've already taken a look at um, the world of Hollywood, of course, some great films being released, but it's the turn of Bollywood right now, and uh, always a pleasure to welcome Sneha May Francis into our studios. We were kind of over the phone last week, couldn't see each other. Yeah, this feels so much better. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> face to face, we can see our facial expressions, <laughs> all that kind of thing. Now then, you've watched something called Damaka. Yes. Let's have a listen to it, shall we? आज है संडे टाइम साढ़े नौ मैं हूँ अर्जुन पाठक ओनली ऑन रेडियो भरोसा हमारा नाम रघुवीर माता है और हम सीलिंग कराने वाले वापस पंद्रह मिनट में फोन करेंगे आपको ये मेरा एक्सक्लूसिव है आपस मुझे प्राइम टाइम की सीट वापस दे दो Right then, so that's a little clip from uh, Damaka. What do we what do we make of it? Ah, uh, well, this this is a thriller, and this is um, I don't know if it's official, but it's a remake of a Korean thriller by the title "The Terror Live." Right. So we have um, it's the stage is set. It's like you know, closed in you know, on a in a TV station room. There is one guy, uh, the anchor, the news anchor, who's mm-hmm. kind of reclaiming his rightful post as a prime time uh, presenter. And a very unusual thing unfolds. Uh, he's in the middle of a divorce, but then suddenly he gets a call, and this is the voice of a man who has the trigger to a few explosives that have been lined up on a massive bridge in Mumbai, and he's threatening to blow it up Oof. unless he gets an apology from a certain politician. So this, the news anchor here is trying to. It's like a a fight of morality. He's trying to see whether he should actually help this guy. Find him the apology that he truly deserves, yeah. or you know, leverage and use that kind of incident to you know make it an exclusive, play into the hands yeah. of TV politics or broadcast um, uh-huh. drama, and kind of get you the know, scoop, get yeah. the scoop, and get his prime time slot. So there was a lot of scope. You know, if you just listen to the story, it's just fascinating, and then. Cut to this age where everything is breaking news. Everything is about who gets the news first. Yeah. How dramatic it has to be, and especially in our country, back home in India, TV journalism is a whole different uh, ball game. <laughs> it's it's a circus of a different kind. Some, you know, when we grew up wanting to be journalists, it was more, you know, it's about verifying your facts, being understated, not having any bias, just non-judgmental. Go in, give your news, you're out of there. But now it's more about Me against them? Am I the biggest star? So there's yeah. one line over here. He says, "Who's a news anchor? A news anchor is an actor, you know, who's trying to grab everyone's attention. He needs to sell the story to you." So, on paper, it's great. It kind of reflects and resonates in a way, reflects what the current scenario is in terms of broadcast journalism. But execution-wise, I thought it just kind of 
it starts off really well. There's a lot of you know curiosity, but then it just kind of falls flat. Does it really not not stand out performances? No? Oh, the, so the the main guy is Karthik Aryan who plays the central character, and because of the the way it's constructed, it's the cameras entirely on him. It's about you kind of see the story unfold through him, his emotions, his expressions. He's a few films old. He's this young yuppie guy. I don't think he has the caliber to carry mm, to such carry a heavy, um, nuanced performance on his tiny shoulders. I'm sorry to say it was just it just fell flat. And I, you know, when you squirm in your seat when you're watching a thriller, you know it's not a good one. Right. <laughs> okay. So that's Damakat. Now uh, you brought along a clip of um, uh, Priyanka Chopra. What's she talking about on this? Oh, take a listen to it. All right. <laughs> Nick and I have a 10-year age gap. Yeah. Yes. We do. And there are many 90s pop culture references he doesn't understand. And I have to explain them to him. Which is fine, because we teach each other. We teach each other things. He showed me how to use TikTok, for example. You know, and I showed him what a successful acting career looks like. <laughs> Priyanka Chopra and on on Nick Jonas. Yeah, she's she's fabulous. Remember this, Mark, when they first announced that they were getting yeah. together, and this whole the whole focus was about the age difference. How yeah. she's ten years older than him. Well, this is for a family roast, so to speak, of the Jonas Brothers on Netflix. It's a one-hour show that where the family and friends of the the Jonas Brothers come together to roast them. Mm-hmm. And guess who stole the show? That's Priyanka Chopra, Jonas. Yeah. I mean, she's fabulous. She's a great performer on screen, but you see her on stage, and she has all these lines. And she, she's quite. I think she's quite secure as a person who she is, and she's unafraid to to mock uh, at herself. And I think that's a, a remarkable characteristic for someone that famous. So yeah, you sit there, you watch them. Um, you know, there are other celebrity friends of theirs. There's Lily Singh who comes in and, you know, roasts these brothers. And they, the boys are just sitting there laughing away. And okay. I think that's just, it was, it's just nice to see. And, and not, you know, when you think of roast, you think of, oh, they're going to be kind of rude to them. I yeah. mean, they are rude, but I think it was really cleverly done. So it was fun. Not so much, um, not harsh enough sometimes, but I think it was it was still fun. I lo- I loved it. I have an eleven year old. I must add, who kind of roasts me every other day. Like, I, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, there are there are things that he just casually sits and talks about how his mama is, and you know. And yeah. then I look at him and I'm like, wow, well, I get roasted every day. But this is a different kind, and this is something that you should watch. <laughs> okay, that sounds rather good. Now you got a couple of movie suggestions uh, as well. Uh, perhaps are, are they uh, coming out this weekend? Or? Yeah, back yeah. to the cinemas. You can see okay. there are more movies lined up for releases in the cinemas. Back to the theater. So yeah. it's fun for anyone who's you know we've we've been craving to go back to the cinemas. I don't know, I told you, remember when I mm. went for Kurup, the Malayalam movie, I was I was so excited to just be sitting just be there. Back there. Yeah, and then, you know, ordering your snacks. Anyway, so here we have two. Um, one is a Salman Khan starter. This one's called Antim uh, in Hindi. And so this is him promoting his brother-in-law, Ayush Sharma. I watched the trailer, Mark. I don't know if I would dare to go into the theatres to watch it. But then primarily, I think the, the, the reason or the target audience is fairly different. Um, Salman Khan plays a cop. His brother-in-law is the uh, the bad guy. Yeah. And uh, it's all about the muscle power, who wins and who uh, kind of wins this over. Or I don't know. I think it's a win-win for him because it's both sides. It's his family. 
Okay, so that's uh, that's one. Salman Khan starring in that one. What yeah. else have we got? And more muscle power with John Abraham again flexing muscles. Uh, and another movie called Satyameva Jayate Two. Uh, I watched this trailer in the cinemas as well. Loud, a uh, lot of patriotic lines thrown in. Um, again, a lot of um, action. I would say two movies that if you're really hardcore fans of these actors, then probably warrants a visit to the cinemas. Okay, if not. The couch is your best Big, friend. Biggest <laughs> muscles between the, the two leading men. Ooh, you're going to put me in a tight spot. <laughs> I tell you, I think it's Anna. I'm not doing it. No, you're not going to go down that road. Okay. Uh, once again, Sneha May Francis, thanks so much for bringing us up to speed when it comes to the world of Bollywood. Great pleasure to have you on the show. What's, uh, what's your weekend looking like? I'm going to be on the couch. On the couch. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, have a fantastic weekend, whatever you're going to be getting up to. Listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Yes, of course, and we've got the weekend right around the corner, and that means uh, we're going to be out at dining in style. And uh, to show us a few ideas, we have joining us on the show right now, Mr. Brunch, AJ himself. Uh, good afternoon, AJ. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you, Mark. Bonjour. Excellent. So let's get started um, with our first um, place that we're going to go for uh, brunch and uh, rather a famous venue, I think. Absolutely. One of the iconic venues that uh, have been in Dubai for eight years. So it's actually their eighth birthday this weekend. Okay, and we are talking zero gravity. Yes, definitely. One of the coolest beach clubs in Dubai is turning eight. And so tomorrow they've got a huge birthday celebration and they are throwing a big one-off party and an evening brunch with a really famous DJ, um, DJ Sigala, who's um, a chart-topping DJ and producer. Um, And it's a really late one. So it's tomorrow night and it starts from 9pm and runs until 1am. So one for the late uh, party animals. And it's all of your unlimited food and beverages. Uh, and it takes place, of course, outside um, by the pool near the stage with all your typical fireworks and ice cannons, fire dancers on the beach, magicians. They've got the lot. They're going all the way out for their, uh, their eighth birthday. Brilliant. Um, yeah, eight years have flown by. I remember when that particular venue opened. Um, so a late night one, uh, nine to one, as you said. Um, so what's it going to cost us to attend Zero Gravity's birthday party? Uh, so for ladies, it's going to be two nine nine, and for gents, it's three four nine. So obviously, trying to encourage the uh, the, uh, the lovely ladies to come as well. Have you ever brunched at night? Is that something that you often do, AJ? Uh, it is something that we often do. Actually, we often <laughs> sometimes brunch during the day and during the night. So, right. um, but this one is a little bit later than we usually go. We usually go uh, kind of six pm start uh, or uh, seven pm. But yeah, nine pm is a new one for us. But go for the party. Go for the party. That's Zero Gravity celebrating its birthday. Now, um, Friday Feast at the Sheraton. Tell me all about this one, AJ. Uh, so this one it launched uh, fairly recently in the height of the pandemic, really, when uh, obviously foreign travel was uh, a really distant wish and mem- wish to many of us. So um, they dreamt up this idea where they could take you on a bit of a culinary adventure to uh, 11 or 12 different countries without... Um, using your passport and without uh, spending too much money. Okay, so 11 or 12 different countries. Um, What are some of those countries and what kind of cuisine can we expect? Uh, So they've gone for more of the popular ones, nothing too obscure. So uh, places like France, uh, Mexico, uh, the UK's in there, India, 
China, um, Greece, Japan, and of course, uh, of course, the Middle East. So um, some of the most popular dishes from each of those countries, from your, your tikkas and your tandoors from India, of course, um, some beef wellingtons and salmon wellingtons and Yorkshire puddings, and of course, sushi and sashimi as well. And of course, all of the local uh, Middle Eastern and uh, Emirati favorites as well. So a bit of something for everybody. Okay, um, so this is a Friday feast. Um, which Sheraton are we talking about? Ah, sorry. So this is the Sheraton Grand, down on Shake, just down on the bottom of Shakes Iron Road there. Okay, Sheraton Grand. Uh, let's take a look at the figures on this one, if we want to go and enjoy uh, lots of cuisines from lots of different countries. Uh, this one is also a Friday evening brunch, but starting at 7.30 till 10. And uh, it is 325 dirhams for the soft beverage, uh, 425 for premium uh, beverages, and 600 if you would like to go for French bubbly. Lovely. Okay, we've got one more to take a look at, and Bella is our next destination. Yes. What do we know about this? Uh, so Bella Vita, which is uh, a really new uh, restaurant in, uh, I'm just going to say DIC, it's at the Grand Millennium Hotel in Business Bay. Um, this one used to be operated by uh, a really funky Mexican restaurant called Chingon, but um, it's got a cool space um, it's, it's named after its Italian uh, socialite owner. Her name is Bella, and she obviously has a very high opinion of herself to name a restaurant after herself. Yeah. <laughs> um, two sides are, um, as, as I say, there's a private dining area which has a, a really famous bowl-flamed uh, bar, which looks like you're actually in flames, but uh, it's, they're not real, so you don't get burnt on them. And then the other side is a, a beautifully designed dining room, and it overlooks the Dubai skyline and the canal and, of course, the, uh, the iconic Burj Khalifa. Okay, so we're at the Grand Millennium there. Um, so what are we going to be looking at uh, if we pop along there for brunch? And is this one a daytime or a nighttime? Uh, so this one is in the middle. This one starts Fridays at 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. So no, okay. I've got one An afternoon brunch. traditional. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, a little bit uh, of a late line, but not traditionally uh, your 12 or 1 p.m. starts. Um, and this one is, of course, um, delicious Italian fare, and it's really upmarket, swanky, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's 295 for soft beverages, 395 for house, or 495 for sparkling. Lovely, AJ. Three great opportunities there to go out and enjoy some fantastic food, whether it's Zero Gravity, they're celebrating their eighth birthday, the Friday Feast at the Sheraton, and uh, Bella Vita Brunch over at Bella. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. Yes, indeed you are, and welcome back to the show. Now, one of uh, the One Africa Music Festival is going to be showcasing Africa's best and brightest talents. And uh, you'll know that probably the Afro beat is currently the fastest growing music genre and uh, we've got one of the leading singer-songwriters in that particular area of music he's called scales have a quick listen so see i gave you all my loving but you took it for granted take off i know take off that you keeping me grounded now i'm looking frustrated and you're accepting gender original loving will be second and i want to love you no need to stress you peace and caress you all through the moon Oh, 
I'm just loving that. The harmonies and the lovely falsetto voice of Scales, who joins us in the studio hey, right now. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Yo, I just had a moment there, you know? Yeah, I know. I it's, guess. it's so amazing. I've been playing in, on, on radio in Dubai. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dream come true. It is. I know you had a late night as well last yeah, night. So yeah, uh, welcome, to, welcome to the Thank world. Thank you so much. Tell me a little bit about your background and getting into music growing up in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm from I'm from Kaduna State. As a not, it's from a northern part of um, Nigeria. Yeah. But I'm based in Lagos State. And um, I, I believe um, I, I made one of the biggest songs from an Afrobeats, which is called Shake Buddy, actually. Okay. You know, it's one of the pioneer songs for the journey now. Uh-huh. And um, ever since, I've just been doing this music thing. And, you know, this is like my probably like, a decade in it now. You know? yeah. yeah. How did it start for you? I've heard a story that it was something about um, uh, your mother's cassette store. Yeah, she used to own a cassette store. And, um, you know, unlike other kids, you know, you had cartoons to watch and stuff. Yeah. I was from like a much poor background or humble background you know for like a better word so so i was stuck with music because she used to have like tapes radio and stuff so i fell in love with music from there and i I started writing music then i met like other great people that you know used to come and sell because she used to distribute for big artists okay so i was meeting people and that way i was connecting and you know i fell in love with music and i decided to make it uh you know a career your career yeah Yeah. i mean we influenced a lot by nigerian musicians or or maybe american or you know i was influenced by honestly i was influenced by everyone you know (laughs) everyone because i was i had access to everyone in my mom's <laughs> thing so so from the fella to the to the debanch to the don jazzy to the kanye west to the beyonce okay. to the ludicrous the eminems you know uh, yeah. so your cassette, your cassette player had a lot of uh, big everything. names coming out of that. <laughs> was there a music scene back then in nigeria when it came to performing and live music yeah no it was it was first of all, it was challenging at first you know yeah. but big shout out to all the artists that you know they, they made a, like a lot of sacrifice to make the industry what it is right now you know where now we have access to things that we couldn't get before because before we just have speakers and just one mic and yeah, just yeah. We'll have to perform yeah. but now you know we have we've pushed it to a point where companies are investing now to you know make a concert a proper concert i mean look at they're bringing one africa to dubai now you know yeah you know so that's big it, it is big and mm. um, we're getting messages coming in already mm. um how do you see afro beats on the global scale is a message coming in from alisa how, it's, how doing, it's doing so great i mean you see Afrobeat artists you know winning grammys now you know from the wheeze to the Bonner to you know everybody doing really big now we have like the biggest Afrobeat songs in, in the world is an essence from an african artist who was born and raised in lagos Right. Who, who used to be in the same group with me too? You know? Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's really amazing. And I mean, yeah, it's doing big now. I mean, even though the journey is still far, but you know, it's a huge milestone now. Another message coming in. Um, what do you hope to accomplish in your lifetime as an artist? Man, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just, question, I'm just it? so happy that um, in the forefront of. The art, the um, the artist, the team art. The, should I say the team that has brought Afrobeat to where it is right now? I'm just really glad to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And um, if 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 it's possible, I'd like to bring more people on. And you know, I'm happy that I'm I'm be, I'm able to reach out to even people that are not from the same race with me, and they understand me via my music. You know, mm. so that's amazing too. I'm, I'm glad that I'm achieving that. You know, and hopefully the Grammys too, bro. Uh, <laughs> you why know? not? Think, yeah. think big, man. I, yeah, definitely. I mean, your family must be super proud of you as definitely. to what you've achieved. I mean, were they very supportive when they knew that you wanted to make music your career? Yeah, my mom was supportive. You know, she was supportive, but she just told me go to school. So I have, I have like two <laughs> degrees, bro. Have you really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What in? What have you got degrees in? 
um, banking and finance. OK. And business administration. That's great. In the music yeah. business, you can look after the pennies, can't definitely, you? Make sure definitely. that they go to the right place. Uh, tell me about some of the artists that you've worked alongside, that you've worked with. Um, I've worked with Major Lazer, really? Nicki Minaj, um, PJ Martin from Maroon 5, um, you know, Wiz, Bonner, yeah, yeah. a lot of other artists, you know, yeah. that I can't remember now. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, that must have been an experience. Yo, it was so big, man. Yo, <laughs> I was I was in London when because we made this. It was a remix to a song she was on, and I didn't even take I didn't take it serious. You know, I just did my verse and mm. I just put it in. And yo, I just saw a message from Diplo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Diplo was like, "Oh, Nicki approved of it," and she said, "Oh, we could go ahead release it and shoot a video." I'm like, "For real?" Wow. The next thing I, I saw her posting on her Instagram page. I'm talking. This is like back in 2017. I was like, "Wow, yeah. <laughs> good for you, good yeah. for you." So you're going to be performing um, at the at the Africa Festival, the One Africa Music Fest. Yeah. Uh, what kind of stuff? What's going to be in the set? Um, yeah, man, all kinds of stuff, bro. I, I, it's like I'm bringing everything to it. So I, my band is out here also. Yeah. Yeah, you know, my DJ is out here. So it's going to be a party. It's going to be an African party. Tell me a little so, bit about your band and, and the lineup and the instruments that are in it. Okay. Um, Yo, they got all the kinds of instruments. <laughs> I can't remember the names exactly, but I know they have drums, they have the guitars, <laughs> they have the keyboard. Yeah. And um, it, uh, the the keyboard is also doubles as a DJ at the same time. Uh, okay. So he switches, you know, we have vocals that play in the background while I'm performing and all that. So Sounds like just, an energetic show. I'm telling you, brother. Afrobeat is all energy. So Yeah. I mean, how do you feel at the end of a gig? Are you pretty drained at the end of it? No, I feel really excited because it's like, for me, it's still... And I'm always having a moment every time I perform and, you know, it's a different crowd. It's like a different race, different city. It's mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, because you know where I'm from. It's like unbelievable, you know. It's like it used to be like a fairy tale before, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so I think you're performing on the Friday. Is that right? Yeah. On Friday. Yeah. On Friday. And timings? Do we know uh, any idea uh, what time you're going to be on stage? All I'm going to say is, okay, to get better information so I don't yeah. mislead anybody, yeah. you could go, you could follow me on Instagram. It's Young Skills, Y-O-U-N-G-S-K-L-A-L-E-S yeah. to get the details or you can follow One Africa or just, you know, search One Africa. I don't want to give no information that will mislead yeah, you. you right. Know? I yeah. want to ask you about the name as well, yeah. um, Scales. Where, yeah. did, where did that come from? Because I think your real name is Raul John... John Raul Injeng Injeng. Injeng Injeng, yeah. right. Okay, okay so, so quick one. Um, I... My, since I like music, my mom sent me to, you know, to do like like summer school to learn music in school. So, so okay. usually like, I mean, it was such a boring <laughs> experience because <laughs> all we do is just read, read some shapes and stuff. I mean, I got tired. I was like, oh, well, everybody has to do this to do music. So because um, of my name, it was Njeng Njeng. They used to make fun of it in, back in school. This is a Jing Chang Jing Chang, like Jing Jing, you know, like machine okay. sound and yeah. stuff. So she didn't want that. Because it was kind of like a bully thing, so she was like, "Oh, hey!" Because I knew how to read the manuscripts also, so I just feel oh, like you could, read, you could read music before. Not yeah. now anymore. I lost touch yeah. of that. <laughs> so she was like, "Oh, Mr. Scales," because I was always reading scales. So I, when I was looking for a name for myself, I was like, "Yo, you know what?" And that scale stuck because everybody was saying scales, 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 scales. scales. So I was like scales. So I decided to give it my own meaning, and I changed the C to K S K A L E S, yeah. and I called it sick knowledge acquire large entrepreneurial skills okay it's yeah. cool what, 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 what a absolutely happening name that is um and what are your impressions of dubai i mean uh, here you are in our Yo, city this are, are city you, are you liking it 
this city is amazing, bro. This this city is a dream, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like this city changes every time I come. It's like it's like an iOS. It improves yeah. every time. It does, and doesn't stuff. it? Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. And, and what's on the menu for the rest of the year, uh, maybe into next year for you once you've done these gigs here in Dubai? All right, man. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the first time I'm going to announce this. My album is called Sweet Distractions. It's going to be out in January. I got all kinds of amazing artists on it. I got Roti Me. I got Yemi Alade. She's big too. Yeah. I got a lot of people, man. So we got a new album to look <laughs> forward to. New album, January. Sweet Distractions. Sweet Distractions. January 20. 2022 right? yeah yeah, yeah. Janu- yeah. Jan- january 21st 2022 the pre-orders will be ready soon so ladies and gentlemen just you know stay tuned follow me man respect <laughs> scales i've really enjoyed our conversation man. It, look man. forward to that new album enjoy the gigs um in, so much, in dubai you can catch him once again on friday at the one africa music festival